you are looking for Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. He has risen. The one who was crucified, he has risen. Brothers and sisters, in these words, in these words of the angel, all the glory and the light and the victory of this night are like summoned in these words. And we tonight, we are gathered here peacefully, sitting there praying in order to ask God, God, make me enter into this mystery of the resurrection, the mystery of this flame. I hope you all can see very well this wonderful Easter candle, because this is basically the most important symbol during this night. In the middle of the darkness, which means the darkness of death, the darkness of this crucifixion the angel speaks about here, suddenly a light was lit. And this we really need to, I mean, we are quite used to it, we know it, it's every year, it's like that, and we kind of, maybe we are not, we are not very in awe in front of this anymore. But it's an invitation to live this Easter vigil as it for the first time. And especially for you being in the first row, because it's especially your night. And we are so proud of you and so glad that you are here. And so, imagine how it was. How, how this night was for the disciples. Jesus had failed. Jesus has failed. Their master, who was kind of the king and the messiah, and was healing everybody, and was, you know, victorious over all his enemies. Nobody could fight against him. He was the strongest. He was the best one. And they were following him, so proud to be disciples of this super... Messiah. And then suddenly, what happened yesterday? What happened the day before? He failed. He kind of um, was captured and was, you know, people was spitting on him and he was condemned. He didn't, he didn't answer. He did nothing. He didn't even, even like you know, make any miracles anymore or escape. So they think, okay, so this was just a, a dream, so it's finished. It's finished. The cross for the disciples was a very deep experience of despair. They had forgotten who Jesus was in reality. They had forgotten that Jesus said, that John the Baptist said, this is the Lamb. Mother Teresa says, be careful, success is not one of the names of God. And that's true. Or at least not the success how we think it is. And then Jesus falls into the grave and he is dead. He is really dead. The night is victorious. There is just night. And suddenly, in the middle of this night, the flame of light is lit. And you know why? Because who is 
this Jesus we are celebrating. He is God and He is life and He is the life and He is the fire. So how can you bury fire into the earth? You can't bury the sun. You can't put life into death. It doesn't hold very long. And death, after three, year, three little days, death kind of exploded. Because Jesus, you can't keep him in death. It doesn't, it's not possible. Because he is not only alive, he is the life. And brethren, where this becomes beautiful is when you realize what happened when Jesus died and why he died and what he took into his grave. It is your sins and my sins. Every time I say to God, okay God, I know your truth, I know what you want, but just, I will just do things my way. Every time we do this, we put Jesus at the cross anew. And this is why he died. And this is that, that he, that, 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 just, that this darkness you saw, it's this, it's my separation from God. And when you look at this beautiful cross, you see what we did with him, our sins put him on the cross. But now, during this night, during this wonderful night, he says, okay, this is maybe, maybe I, I, Jesus, I died with you because of your sins. But now, we're going to change it. And now you will live with me. Because I am the life and the resurrection. And that's why what you celebrate tonight is not only his resurrection, it's ours. You've been hearing during the Exalted, this beautiful song our brother sang for you, how he explained this candle being a union between fire and wax. This is very, a very deep wisdom. You see this fire. The fire comes from heaven. It comes from above. But the reason why this candle is burning is also because there is wax and wax comes from from the earth and so it's us it's our human nature and the fire is a divine nature it's God and us together and that's why it burns and that's what we're celebrating tonight God and our and me and you we are not separated anymore we are together and brethren every time you see a candle you will see a lot of candles during your life and you already saw a lot think of this God and me fire and wax being united we are together and that's why it burns and that's why it's, it's, it's alive and Jesus says I forgive you Jesus says your sins I've been letting them in the deepest grave and now you and me we live again and I wanted to, to, to say in a few words just, just to try to make a little list of all things we have thanks to the resurrection 
all things this night of tonight changed. Because, you know, someone could ask maybe, are you the new, our new brethren? You could ask maybe, what's the point in the resurrection exactly? I mean, what's the point in this feast? What does it change? Okay, it was Jesus. Okay, I mean, Jesus was a great guy. He lived, he gave his gospel and all that. Maybe it could be enough. What is the point in the resurrection? What would you answer? What would you say if someone asked you, what is it Easter? Okay, Jesus uh, was resurrected, but what's, what makes a difference? You know what? It makes everything. It makes everything. This night we celebrate tonight is just... It's not even not possible to say everything that this night gave us. I give you some little examples. When you go to confession, it's the resurrection. You go in these little rooms, you, you, you throw your sins onto the cross, and Jesus says, I give you my new life. And you resurrect, and you are risen again, in reality. Even if you don't feel it, it doesn't matter, it happens. Then, you will be baptized in a few minutes, or you will come back to the Catholic Church, and we will receive confirmation. This is a direct participation to the resurrection. Jesus lives, you will live from the same life, the same life. And what else? The possibility of conversion. You know our sins. Jesus um, saved us from our sins. What does it mean? It doesn't mean sometimes we don't, we, uh, we, we will not commit sins, but sin kind of lost its poison and it's not all powerful anymore. You can change your life. You can get rid of sin. It's possible. And all the saints and Christians and martyrs and all the witnesses of God tell it to you. And this is the direct fruit of his victory. Because sin lost its poison. And then, what else? You receive, you receive the, light of Je- the life of Jesus every every day in your heart and you can become a new person every day and the wonder of our Christian life is that every day you can start from zero from a new you can start from scratch your new life you can forget your past and you can start from a new and this is because his resurrection is given to you every day in the Eucharist What kind of Jesus do we receive, do you think? He's alive. We receive a living God. God is alive. Basically, what we celebrate tonight is to say that God is alive. We have a living God. And we can tell you, He's really alive. And He's very powerful. And He's there. And He's he's not dead. And this this is so beautiful. Because... You know, when you come to Mass and you feel His life, you do. Every time you come, you come home after Mass, you feel strengthened. It's because you met the living Jesus. Because of this night. 
he lives. All the sacraments are source of life. Every time you pray, it's thanks to the resurrection that when you pray, somebody listens. If he was not resurrected, nobody would listen. You would pray for nothing. And then he answers you and he acts in your life. When you hear his word, this is something great. When you hear his gospel, you think that it's just a priest reading or someone reading. It's not. Because the priest can also read some poem of Shakespeare or something. But it is Jesus who is alive and who speaks to you. And that's why the word of God is so wonderful. Because we have somebody real talking to us. This is thanks to the resurrection. And the fact that you believe, this is also very impressive. You know, the fact that we believe, we are Christians. Why are we Christians? Because there were some missionaries who came. At first, Jesus sent his apostles and say, spread the word. I will be with you. And Jesus was with them. And then there were missionaries going in the whole of, all the world. Because Jesus said, I am with you. If Jesus would be dead and stayed dead, there would be no mission. He would not believe, and me neither. And, and the martyrs and the saints, do you think they would have given their life just for a corpse, just for a historic figure, just for some dead poet? No. We give our life for someone who lives. And we consecrated people, we are married to someone who really lives. And the priests, the deacons, the religious, the sisters, the bishop, the pope, all this, it's because somebody really lives. And let's not forget another fruit of the resurrection. This beautiful, wonderful lady in blue we have here, the Virgin Mary. You know why we can pray the Virgin Mary and why she listens? Because she lives. And why is she alive? Because her son is alive. Because of the resurrection. So you start to see, if someone asks you, what's the point in the resurrection? Resurrection is everything. If we would not have this candle burning, we would not burn either. Nothing would live. All our life depends on him. It's thanks to him that everything is so alive. And she listens to you. She answers you. She gives you beautiful places of prayer, places of, of, of pilgrimage, like, like Walsingham or Lourdes or Medjugorje, all these places of grace. But now... As I finish this word, just a last thing we receive from the resurrection, which is even better than all this I just said. It is that we have been adopted by him. He adopted us. Before, we were just man and woman, creatures, somehow a bit separated from him. But now, he says, you are my son and my daughter. You know what? Since this night, you and God, we have the same family name. You have the same blood. 
He is really your father. Not just like that. He says, you are mine and I am yours. This is what the resurrection gives us. And that's so beautiful. This relation to God. Can you imagine that? He knows me. I know him. We can speak. Even if I don't deserve it and I'm, I'm a sinner, I'm, I'm nothing. I can speak with him face to face, heart to heart. So, brethren, let us just thank him. Just thank him and stay with him and say, yes, you paid this very, very, you know, it costed you a lot. It costed you all your blood. And what did you want? You wanted simply me to be yours. So I am yours. And I give you everything because you give me everything. And then when we will walk out of this church, we will see the risen Christ over there who says, I am your life. So let us sing with all our heart, inside our heart, the hallelujah of life and trust him because he is victorious. Amen.